Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, this intro might seem weird, but it's a little bit how I'm feeling right now. So many things going on, so much craziness and everything's so hectic that I feel like I'm losing my mind a little bit trying to juggle all these things. So it sparked something in my mind, which is how do you stay creative and how do you get yourself into that place? Maybe when you have a very short period of time to be creative and you want to make it count. So how do you really just fast track that creativity and get into that mindset very quickly so you can create at your best? Well, that's a good question. I don't know the answer. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if I just said I didn't know the answer and then it was over? Well, I might not know all the answers, but I do know how to get myself into that creative mindset quickly and maybe something similar can work for you. So We've been talking a lot on Clubhouse, Alejandro and Rachel Alvarez and I do a weekly Clubhouse room called The Sustainable Artist. And we were talking about the importance of story in your work. Uh, And this could be anything, you know, stories can be how you tell a story about an individual artwork, how you tell a story about yourself as an artist. And then I kind of added something to the talk, which was, making it a little more esoteric, how do you add a story to your own life? Or how do you use a story in your own life to get yourself motivated to, you know, be an artist, be creative, uh, and propel your career forward? Well, I think that's something that I want to talk about today as far as getting into that creative mindset. I know for me, sometimes all I just need is a little fire lit under me to get going and to get into that mood, you know, so I can create at my best. And a lot of that is going back to things that have happened in your past, somebody who told you you couldn't do this, a family member who told you you couldn't do this, or, you know, you might want to have something to fall back on, or, you know, not many people make it as an artist, or some friend who told you, well, you might uh, might want to consider becoming an insurance salesman or something. Or somebody who just said, you know what, I don't think you have what it takes. I don't think you got it. Using those past memories and past painful experiences, remembering them in those moments and taking those and like applying them to what you're doing really can be powerful. Because for me, that gives me that fire. It's like, 
oh yeah, well, let me show you what I can do, or let me show you how I'm going to be, or how my career is going to be, or how I'm going to be successful as an artist. And that's great for your career in general, but I find that it also helps me to get into that kind of, you know, intense creative mood that I need to be in to tap into like my deep subconscious. And maybe, you know, that doesn't work for you, but maybe some sort of iteration of that, some sort of variation of that does work. Maybe it's something happy. Maybe it's something your grandmother told you. Oh, you know, I love your work. And I I just, I I know you're going to go far. And maybe that does it. Maybe love does it. Maybe it gets you there. I want to make my grandmother proud. Uh, That can get you into that creative mindset too. That can get you connected to love, which, you know, a lot of artwork is about that. A lot of our creativity sparks from love. It can be love. It can be anger. It can be angst. It can be, you name it. Those are all very powerful ways of tapping into your creativity. I've also talked about on a past episode, uh, forced creativity is the title of just getting the motion going, sitting down, getting some movement, tricking your body, the muscle memory into working. Uh, I talked about writing poems and stanzas where you just do a quick unedited stanza and then have your friend quickly sit down and take over and write from there. And then you quickly look at it and sit down and write and take, take over. Uh, it's similar to that, but that's another way to kind of spark creativity if these things don't work for you or, or spark a session, a painting session, a sculpting session, whatever. You can just sit down and, and get the body moving and your muscle memory will kick in. You'll remember what it takes. Your brain will start to follow after the action. Uh, I think that's very powerful too. Another thing that works for me really well is since a lot of my art stemmed from some sort of kind of deep pain that I was trying to exercise in my work, some stuff that I had swimming around in my past, things that were making me feel like a tortured artist, all those things really fueled my creativity at the beginning of my career when I was doing a lot of dark uh, personal pop surrealism. That was all very powerful. I didn't need any tricks or anything. I also didn't paint every day at that time because I was doing a, a full-time job, but I did create every week and I created a piece or two every week. And these were pieces that took a long time to create. So when I was ready to create, I just vomited it all out over the canvas, all these deep, dark, intense feelings. And as I've transitioned into a happier person and my work has become happier and more bold and bright and colorful, it doesn't mean that I've lost any of those emotions. Even those kind of angsty, dark things can come out in a nice creative piece. It's like you're working through. It's therapeutic. It's something that you kind of exercise onto the canvas or into the sculpture, into a photo, uh, you know, photograph. That's something that I can always tap into. And one way to fast track that, I was talking to a friend of mine and I just mentioned this because I know it's a little trick that works for me. I always listen to music when I'm painting and a lot of the music that I listen to um, like a playlist or whatever, some of the music is something that I was listening to even back in the day when I was feeling those feelings or just a nice dark brooding or passionate song can get me there. It can spark that old feeling. I can for a moment revisit some of that tortured artist feelings that I had or some of those tortured artist feelings that I had back in the day and it's almost like a trick. It's true. It's happening in the moment. But it's like I can feel, I can d- dip into the well 
of those old feelings. And then in that session, it just comes out and I can revisit that for the session, for the painting session. And then when I'm done, I turn off the music and I kind of snap out of it and go back into how I was before. It's almost like getting into a trance a little bit as an artist. So this is something that might work for you too. If you have music that you listen to or something that kind of sparks those types of deep feelings that you need for the creative process, use those as like a trigger. Now be careful if some of this stuff triggers really bad things in you. For example, you have an addiction or something, you know, be careful with that kind of trigger. But if it's something that is a nice productive trigger for your art, uh, use it. I use it. I use it all the time with my music and it just gets me there right away, very quickly, almost, you know, instantaneously. So I was just thinking about these things and I think it's valuable. I think a lot of people have blocks. I think a lot of people just get busy. Um, I don't have a lot of creative blocks, but right now I'm, I'm crazy busy and I'm like, I need to make every session count. I've got a couple paintings that I'm shipping off today and I've got a commission that I'm working on tonight and I've got to run around and do a bunch of errands today and I'm I'm crazy busy. I got a lot of other stuff that I won't talk about here on the podcast, but other things that are going on in my life that just make it like, how am I going to do this? So every moment counts when you're going through some life issues and you need to be creative on top of that. So these are some things that you can do to help drown out that craziness, the madness of your everyday life and just get quickly into that creative mindset. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. Hopefully it's something that maybe can spark some thought at least, and uh, maybe you can use it in your own life and in your own creative practice. So thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back next week on Tuesday. Same bat time, same bat channel. And thanks for listening to the podcast. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.